Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's happening? Hour two here, two pros and a cup of joe. And they're acting like pros, Brian, No, as we welcome you into the Fox Sports Radio studios. They're acting like Tom Brady or uh, LeVar and Brady and Jonas taking a couple of days off, scheduled days off. They'll be ready to go uh, here in a couple of days once we get into next week. But speaking of Brady, I don't want to talk about Brady specifically. I want to talk about his former team. I want to talk about one team, Brian, in the AFC East and one in the NFC East and posit this question to you. Yeah. Which team feels like they are set for a more baffling, confounding, kind of sad season? Is it the Dallas Cowboys or very close to home for you in your division, the AFC East? Is it the New England Patriots? Because that's been kind of outside of Deshaun Watson, that's been the most interesting story of the offseason and certainly the summer is what exactly is happening in New England with Bill Belichick, is he getting near the end of his career there? Because I can't see him being part of a full rebuild. I don't know what they're doing. Nothing that comes from that place seems like it's positive right now. But then on the other side, you look at Dallas. I don't know what Dallas is going to be. Uh, I know they've lost some talented guys, uh, one to my Denver Broncos specifically, and now Tyron Smith, again, is out. He's missed 20 games over the last two years in Dallas, this is an offensive line that was already kind of problematic. Tyron can't seem to stay healthy. He's not going to be back until December if everything goes well. Tore his left hamstring. It came off the bone mm. during Wednesday's practice. These are two teams, two glitzy franchises, two of the it franchises in the NFL, Brian, no. And I'm looking at both of them, and I'm thinking, definitely a universe where neither one of those two teams is in the playoffs. Yeah, I. Um, if you're asking me between both, I'm more skeptical about the Patriots because I look at their plan and I think it's brutal with Matt Patricia being the play caller, although he's not 
you know, his title isn't the offensive coordinator. He essentially is, right? He's the guy calling plays. And uh, it's just a weird deal where they were splitting play calling duties at one time between Matt Patricia and Joe Judge in a preseason game against the Giants. And it's like, what what is going on here? It's just become the story of the offseason for the Patriots. And their offense, well-documented, has been struggling in training camp, in preseason games, and it just doesn't seem like they have a good plan. I know, and Belichick has said this, that there have been guys, Brian Dable, uh, Josh McDaniels, they came from the defensive side of the ball, and they became offensive play callers. And That's fine, but it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing as Matt Patricia, who was a D coordinator for six seasons, and now he's the guy calling offensive plays, and mixed with their general lack of overall talent. That is one of the lesser talented teams in the NFL, even in their division. The Bills are towering over the Patriots in talent. The Dolphins have more talent than the Patriots do. So a lack of talent mixed with a weird plan and a loaded AFC. I expect far less from the Patriots who are acting like a downsizing radio station. They're acting like they had a couple of cuts and it's like, all right, uh, Chris, that you you run the hip hop station also as the program director. That's how the Patriots are acting, and so I don't like Tyron Smith going down. It's a big deal for the Cowboys protecting Dak's blindside. But the NFC is not even half the gauntlet that the AFC is. So I'm far more skeptical about the Patriots. See, I agree with you. I, I think your points are all right on, and that's exactly the way I feel about it. I just I think the Patriots are going to be bad this year. And I've thought that since before everything started coming out about the offense not coalescing during training camp because I looked at what they didn't do while everybody else in the conference was loading up. Like the arms race, the the dreaded arms race, as it's sometimes called, it's happening everywhere. It's happening across the AFC West. Everybody's trying to get better, and it seems like the Patriots got worse. They let some of their better players go. It felt like a fire sale, and I don't really understand it. I think that the other – and, yes, the NFC is a much easier conference. The NFC East, it's still – I like Washington, and I like Ron Rivera, but they got Carson Wentz playing quarterback. Like, how am I supposed to pick that? And still have a job afterwards. <laughs> like that that can't be a thing. And the Giants, Daniel Jones, it ain't Josh Allen two point Brian Dable, he's gonna get his guy at some point, but I don't think his guy is there right now. I can see Tyrod Taylor being the starter by the end of the year there. At least just again as a stopgap before whatever it is that the Giants are gonna do. That quarterback situation just has not worked out at all. But So it's Dallas and Philadelphia, and there's still question marks as to what exactly the quarterback is surrounding those weapons in Philadelphia, and then you get to Dallas. I think the other question between Dallas and New England that makes it interesting is the two coaches, two older guys that have been in the league. Both of them have won Super Bowls. Mike McCarthy's seat is hotter because it's Dallas, and and I just don't think he's done all that much to create any kind of good equity, and I don't think Jerry Jones is going to tolerate that as long as he did Jason Garrett, who he absolutely loved as a person. But I'm still looking at Belichick, and I'm just trying to figure out, what's the end game here? Like, you know, Nick Saban came out and said, I feel young, basically saying I'm not going anywhere. I still have my doubts about that. My, my prediction is within five years he's no longer at Alabama and maybe completely out of college football. I mean, he is 70 years old. But you look at Belichick. Is Belichick wired for this? Is he wired to not win games, not be particularly relevant, have a quarterback that 
I like Mac Jones, but I don't think anybody loves Mac Jones in terms of what his actual ceiling is in the NFL. I'm just looking at the rest of that division and saying there is certainly a universe where the Patriots are the worst team in that division. Now, with Zach Wilson, they're probably not going to be, but the Jets have done some good things around Zach to at least put him in position. If he can be the guy, he's going to have every opportunity to prove that with some of the things that they've done both in their draft and free agency over the last two years. But New England... Who is Mac Jones throwing the ball to that you feel particularly good about? Like Kendrick Bourne's a solid two, three wide receiver in the league, and maybe that's undercutting his skill set a little bit. But Aguilar and the two tight ends, nothing makes sense at all. Yeah. And it, in what world do you become better by giving Matt Patricia control over your offense? He was a defensive guy who everybody wanted to retire in Detroit while he was the head coach there because he wasn't fun to play with. He's now supposed to be the mastermind behind this? That almost feels like Belichick knows this ain't going to go well. I'm going to go ahead and find a way to create a scapegoat. Not going to give him the title, but everybody's going to kind of know he's one of the play callers. You've got multiple dudes calling plays in the same game. Belichick doesn't look like it just seems like it's miserable in New England right now which look as a Dolphins fan Brian I'm sure that you I'm sure that you have a slight grin on your face talking about this (laughs) yeah you gotta have one it's just weird it's one of those things we've talked about the Patriots for so long stability they know what they're doing if you're Mac Jones you go to that organization you're in good hands and now you look at this plan and it's like it just makes zero sense and this is the Patriots, right, where Belichick easily could have one of the sharper offensive coordinator minds, an up-and-coming guy or a guy that's already established. He could have someone better than Matt Patricia right now. I think that's why Josh McDaniels hung around as long as he did, where he was sort of the coach in waiting. Mm-hmm. And I think he got tired of waiting, and he had an opportunity to go to the Raiders. But the next offensive coordinator, if it's a – young bright mind or or just a bright mind that could be the next guy up as the head coach right there and so they could have a better uh, candidate than Matt Patricia right now so I'm just scratching my head why this is the setup a buddy of mine we talked about the Patriots he's a Patriots fan months ago and I was like who's going to be your offensive coordinator and he's like I think we're just going to roll with Patricia I looked at him like he had three heads. I was like, what? And that's exactly what's basically happened here. And I also think this, Jason, I think it comes down to, we know Belichick is a smart guy. But the question that I think of is, how much smarter did Tom Brady make Belichick look? And look, Tom Brady's the GOAT. He's going to make a lot of uh, coaches look a lot smarter. He made Bruce Arians look a, a lot smarter. And Bruce has had success, but not Super Bowl success. And I think that's a legitimate question where the interesting thing to me is if Belichick didn't have even close to the success that he did with Brady in New England, we would look at Belichick the way we look at Matt Patricia. We would look at a guy who had great success as a defensive coordinator, won Super Bowls, and couldn't get it done as a head coach. We don't look at Matt Patricia like he's some brainiac. You know what I mean? We'd be looking at Belichick that way. If not for Brady. Now, I don't want to do a whole Brady Belichick thing, and you got to give Belichick credit for putting Tom Brady in that position early on to be as special as he is. A lot of teams wouldn't have had Brady on their roster to begin with. A lot of teams wouldn't have started Brady 
in his first Super Bowl when Drew Bledsoe bailed them out when Brady got hurt in the AFC title game against the Steelers. But Brady has made Belichick look far more competent than he might be. And he's a really smart dude, but I think Brady has made him look 10 times smarter. Yeah, look, within within two to three years, here's another question. This is cross sports. Who do you think's in a better position as a franchise? Patriots or the San Antonio Spurs? Because these are two teams that yeah. are often talked about because they were both dynastic. They both had all-time greats, maybe the best to ever play those positions, and they had all-world coaches. When we were talking about you know, the greatest coaches in professional sports history in America – Two names that would inevitably be brought up into that conversation would be Belichick, who we spent the brunt of this segment talking about, and Greg Popovich. Yeah. And right now the Spurs are an afterthought. They're, we'll see what they're going to do, but they are very much a question mark at best. And you're looking at the Patriots, you're looking at two, two guys that we've given a ton of credit to who in the last few years, nothing good has really happened for either one of those two guys, right? Yeah. No, it's an interesting point, and you know, talk to me again if the Spurs end up with the number one overall pick and get this sure. dude when Benyama. That's exactly what they're trying to do. But you know what's interesting? It's almost like the Patriots with this plan with Patricia. It's almost as if they're trying, and I'm not saying this is the case. It's almost as if they're trying to bottom out with like the Spurs are. But that's totally not what they're doing. This is They're trying to win games. They're trying to be a playoff team. They're trying to win double-digit games like they did last season. I just don't think the plan works for that to happen. So it's just strange, man. There, I can't make any sense out of it other than Belichick is comfortable with Matt Patricia. He thinks he can get the job done, and he knows far more football than I ever will. I just don't think this plan is going to work out. I think uh, Patricia mixed with a lack of overall talent that is not a good mixture at all. Yeah, do you think at all there's a little bit of ego in this? Like, if you want to try and give Belichick the benefit of the doubt that he's so stubborn at this point, he he has something to prove. And yeah. so he's actually almost stacking the deck against himself. Like, it seems <laughs> like – I'm trying to understand this, Brian. Like, I'm yeah. trying to get why somebody as football smart as Bill Belichick – an all-time genius when it comes to the game, that this guy could be allowing this to happen around him. He has the control to have fixed a lot of this. He has a whole lot of personnel control. He And the way that they've always done things in New England, a lot of it has worked out. But without Tom Brady, a lot of the things that you used to be able to get away with doing, cutting guys when they still had talent like a year or two before, and, and being always on the cusp of that kind of thing – it works when you have that guy at quarterback, but when you have virtually anybody else, all of those decisions, I think, get put, get put under a bigger microscope because the risk-reward scenario changes so greatly. Yeah, it really it doesn't make sense. I don't have any explanation that makes sense. There are a lot of wild theories like Belichick's trying to do it his own way. I really don't think Belichick cares about half of that stuff. I just think that it's really disrespectful to Josh McDaniels if you really want to get down to it. If you could talk to Josh McDaniels and say, hey, what do you think about the Patriots' plan over there? He wouldn't answer on the record, but off the record, he might be like, do you think that I can just be replaced by Matt Patricia? Are you kidding me right now? Like Josh McDaniels is really good at what he does. And to have a six-year defensive coordinator pick up where Josh McDaniels left off 
That's just not realistic. I don't think this is an ego trip. I don't think it's Belichick saying, I'm going to do it my own way and I'm going to prove the doubters wrong. I just think he doesn't trust a whole lot of coaches. He trusts Matt Patricia. He thinks he can get the job done. I just don't think it's going to work out. Yeah, I mean, Frank Reich trusted Carson Wentz also. So you can <laughs> you can get yourself into trouble trusting what happened in the past to happen again in the present and the future after things have changed. Yeah. When we come back here on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brian No and Jason Martin in for the guys, in the NFL, with just a couple of weeks before the regular season begins, whose hype ain't you buying? That's next on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. 
I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their goodyear test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Man, at Fox Sports Radio, we don't suffer no fools. Roberto Flores coming back with Friday. I'm in love. Uh, yeah, we, we know what day of the week it is. We have made it, ladies and gentlemen. It is two pros and a cup of Joe with the two pros and the Joe out. So it's Brian No, Jason Martin in uh, at the No Show at JMR Radio. You can find us there on Twitter. So hype is this is a season of hope and it's a season of hype because nobody's actually played a game that counts yet. So all the fan bases in the league are excited about their rookie classes, or most of them are. I, I don't mm-hmm. think Chicago is particularly excited right now. But maybe, I, I guess you never know. Um, but the hype train is a rolling for some teams. And B, I, I wanted to talk to you and, and just ask you point blank, because all the pieces are coming out now, the teams that are going to overperform, teams that are going to underperform. We're going to talk about that uh, here in a bit as it relates to one piece of ESPN.com. But... Whose hype are you not buying right now? Where you're seeing you're seeing things said about this team, and you're just kind of like, eh, you know what? I'm gonna hold mm-hmm. off just for a minute. We talked at the lead of this show about Trey Lance in San Francisco. I think your feelings about what San Francisco can be hinge on where you are on the Trey Lance spectrum right now. But who else do you think fits in that category of? There's a lot being said about this team, but I'm gonna wait and see. Yeah, the Niners definitely fit that description for me. It's been hype city. And like Trey Lance stunk it up last night. And it's like, eh, who cares? They're not scripting plays. Settle down. It's like throwing to open receivers is kind of important. Seeing open <laughs> receivers is kind of important. You know, I, I just, I think the comparison thing with Jimmy G, who won a lot of games, they went deep in the playoffs two of the last three seasons. And I don't think he's the, the primary or even secondary reason why. But don't let anything like common sense get in the way of a hot take you know what I mean like it's just gonna be why would you get rid of Jimmy G if Trey Lance is struggling or the Niners as a team are losing games I'm just not buying their hype as a team that was in the NFC championship game last season another team and you might look at me sideways on this one Jason but another team that I am more skeptical about than most are is the Buffalo Bills. Wow. I know, and it's one of these deals where everybody just seems in lockstep with each other, like, oh, Bills, ton of talent, and they do have a ton of talent. And it's like, okay, but they lost Brian Dable as their offensive coordinator. He's now the head coach with the Giants. 
So you've got Ken Dorsey doing this for the first time. That's something to feel uneasy about. I'm not saying it's going to be a disaster. It's just a factor that could go south. Also, I think we forget that they were 11-6 and last year, which is a good record. They were one win better than the Patriots. One win better. And I think that losing to the Chiefs in the playoffs the way they did, it got them a lot of props. It got them a lot of attention. It was as positive of a loss as you can possibly have because it was just, oh, if the coin toss goes the Bills' way, Chiefs can't stop them. They're moving on, yada, yada, which is true, but they found a way to kick a game away when they had a lead with 13 seconds to go. And that's the team everybody is all in on. They have the talent, but it's like they've got the best odds to win the Super Bowl. Josh Allen has the best odds to win MVP. They have favored on the road in the first game of the year against the Rams. That hardly ever happens. It's just too much hype to me, and it's one of these deals in the NFL an injury here, a bad bounce there, a team with huge expectations. If they lose a couple of games, sometimes it snowballs. And for a team that everybody seems to be in agreement on, like this team is, they're nasty. It's just the NFL has a habit of tapping you on the shoulder and going like Dikembe Mutombo, like, no, no, no. Just when you think you have it figured out, the NFL reminds you that you don't. That's one of the teams I'm lower on than most people are, the Buffalo Bills. So, all right, to that Bills point, because I find that really interesting. Um, and because they have all the hype. I mean, so many people haven't penciled into the Super Bowl. I, I look at that and I say, that's a much more up-in-the-air proposition considering the difficulty of the AFC. Could they get there? Do they have the roster to get there? Yeah. Do I believe in McDermott? Yeah, for the most part I do. Yeah. Dorsey has worked with Allen in the past, so that's at least a good thing. It's not like he's coming completely out of the woodwork and has never been with this unit. He's been with this unit before, but not in this kind of a role. The other team in the AFC that gets talked about constantly right now is the Chargers. Yeah. And we know how good Justin Herbert has been and just – how much fun that team looks like on paper they're going to be to watch. And then they've had a good offseason, just like you've gone and picked up Von Miller if you're Buffalo. Uh, well, I mean, the Chargers have picked up J.C. Jackson, and they've picked mm-hmm. up Khalil Mack, and they've done a couple of things to shore up that team a little bit more. Um, I have been a little down on the Chargers just because I, I just had this sense they were going to have health issues, and it hadn't happened. It's actually instead happened to my team, the Denver Broncos, who have, have had a lot of guys drop in preseason. But the Chargers' hype is awfully high based on absolutely nothing that's happened in Justin Herbert's career when it comes to win-loss. Like, I know quarterback, that's a terrible stat. I don't like the win-loss stat for quarterbacks because there's so much else that goes on a football field, but... I saw Kevin Stefanski last, or sorry, I saw Brandon Staley last year do a couple of things that we talked about a lot towards the end of games, and that mm-hmm. was what cost Anthony Lynn his job. Brian was yeah. not being good in late game situations. I need to see that improve, and I need to see this team make the playoffs before I'm going to put them in the Super Bowl. It's not as if I don't think they're capable. And all these teams I think you discussed to have hype. Obviously, they're capable. There wouldn't be any hype. If they didn't have a quarterback, if they didn't have the pieces in place, nobody is going to pick them to do all that much. But I need to see a little bit from the Chargers before I'm just going to write them into a Super Bowl based on a roster. Because we've seen a lot of rosters that on paper should have gotten you to the NBA Finals, for example, and instead lead to Kevin Durant trying to get his way out of town, not finding it, and now still being there. I know I just crossed sports again, but yeah. 
So that's that to me is one example of a hype team. The other one I would mention, and I really I like a lot of things about this team, including I think the best receiver in football right now is Minnesota. Okay, Minnesota is yeah. being talked about a lot. B like. Green Bay, we know what Green Bay has been in the NFC North forever. But now it's all, but then now they've got an offensive coach. They're going to unleash mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins. Are they, though? Like, yeah. what what does unleash Kirk Cousins mean? Because I do think they're better <laughs> off without Mike Zimmer at this point. But when you unleash Kirk Cousins in prime time or after 3.30 Eastern time, that ain't gone so well. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, I'll give you two things real fast. With the Chargers, to me, there's just such a range of what their season could be sure. like. Yeah. I could see them being this season's version of the Bengals, where it's like you're skeptical, they've screwed you time and time again, they've invented ways to lose games you don't want to buy in, and then all of a sudden the Bengals are just like, hey, we're really talented and we don't really care what happened years ago, and they end up in the Super Bowl. I could see the Chargers doing that. I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility, or I could see them being an extension of what they have been, a very talented team that underperforms. I could see it going either way. And as far as the Vikings go, I'm not all in with them, but in the NFC, like seven teams are going to make the playoffs. Yeah, that's yeah. And so it's really hard to dismiss a lot of teams outside of the Bears and like teams like that. Falcons. Yeah, Seahawks. Falcons, Carolina, I feel like. Even Carolina, who knows? They could sneak, maybe, challenge for a playoff spot. I think it's hard to write off teams just sneaking into the playoffs in the NFC. So that's the only thing I pause and say, I could see the Vikings at least making it there. Yeah, I think it's just more like, oh, they're going to win the North. And I, I, I could almost get there because I'm just – I can't wait to see what Green Bay does or doesn't do this year. Like, I, I can't yeah. wait to see that football team play and what Aaron Rodgers is with this group of wide receivers. I know he said Alan Lazard is a one or Alan Lazard is a one. We know Alan Lazard is not a one, at least <laughs> at least to this point in his career. But Devontae Adams was a one. He's gone. Can Aaron Rodgers at this point, is he that dialed in? How much does he care at this point? He's got in the bag. He's Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the way he walks around and acts – I don't know how important winning another Super Bowl is at this point in his career, but at the same time, it's still Kirk Cousins. Like I, yeah, I've got to watch that happen in the playoffs. I got to watch that happen in prime time before I can feel particularly good about saying that they're going to dethrone the Green Bay Packers. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros in a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, 
So do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. 
Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We are in the Fox Sports Radio studios, two pros and a cup of joe with Jonas and LeVar Brady taking a weekend off and uh, excited to be in here, especially with the NFL preseason finally coming to an end. Look, I like it more than I used to like it just because I'm starved for football, B, Mm. and I think we all are, but can we get to the games that count? (laughs) So because I mentioned how interested I am to watch Green Bay this year, I thought I would posit this one to you. What right now do you think is the number one storyline that you're excited about entering this football season? I think there are I think there's a lot of potential candidates. We could spend uh-huh. 12 hours probably going down all of them. But what do you think give me a couple. What do you think the top storylines are for you? What are you watching most? I know you're watching your Dolphins and that's certainly important because of the mm-hmm. Tua situation with all the weaponry, but what else is out there? To me, the thing I'm most interested in is the AFC West. I just want to see how it sorts itself out. I want to see head-to-head games. It's an absolute gauntlet over there. And with these teams that have improved, the Chargers, they've got a ton of talent. Russell Wilson added to a Denver defense that's really, really good. Getting Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, like... We know what the Chiefs' credentials are, but to see the Chiefs without Tyreek Hill and how that plays itself out, I'm fascinated by the AFC West more than anything else just to see how those teams jockey for position and battle it out. And who's in last place? Who's the ugly duckling? Who's the team that – and what's their record? Are they 9-8? and eight? Are, are they barely out of the postseason, right? Like, I'm just – I'm so curious about the AFC West. That would be first and foremost on my list this season. Yeah, look, I, I think that a lot of people would have that answer with that maybe the greatest quarterback division ever assembled. There are a few other candidates, but it's certainly there. Um, there's always the repeat question, what can the Rams do this year? I think the Bengals are pretty fascinating um, just because, again, I think they addressed what they had to address with the offensive line, but they're now playing a first-place schedule. They're not going to get the extra home game that they had last year. And they're not – I think the other thing, and this happens a lot, maybe this explains why it's so hard to get back. The the Cincinnati Bengals are not sneaking up on anybody this year. Right. Nobody. Like, they're not not going to surprise – wow, this is surprising. No, everybody knows exactly how talented they are. They understand how good Burrow is. They understand how good Jamar Chase is. They understand how good T. Higgins is. They understand how good Joe Mixon is. They understand the value of Trey Hendrickson. They understand that Zach Taylor actually might know what he's doing. Right. They get what's going on there. They've gotten they've gotten better. I think they're a better team on paper. The chances they have the same record, not as good. Because yeah. the AFC, to your point, got stronger, as did their schedule. And now, not only are they not sneaking up on anybody, they're kind of the hunted. Uh, yeah. it, it is interesting they haven't been talked about more this offseason. I thought they might be because of the flashiness of some of the players. They're not an afterthought, but even if you go to you know, ESPN Plus right now, 
the splash screen, there's a giant Josh Allen in the center, and everybody else is surrounding it. And it's like, <laughs> here's Jamar Chase, and here's here's Jalen Hurts, and here's all these different people from different teams. And then there's Josh. To your point from before uh, the update there, yeah. The Bills have the full hype train, despite the fact that the Bengals have an awfully good roster and are coming off. Look, if they had played better in the last 12 minutes, they might have won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I know it, right? If there's a defensive penalty that isn't called, they might win the Super Bowl yeah. at the end right there. They were that close. But, man, heading into this season, I see them being a little bit like the Michigan Wolverines, mm. right, where Michigan kind of came out of nowhere last year and ends up in the college football playoff. But this year, it's a different story. It's not the perfect comparison because you lose more talent with Michigan, but it's the comparison of just can you sustain your success. It's one thing to sneak up on everybody one season. It's another thing to sustain that success when they see you coming. And that's the, the case for Michigan in college football. That's the case for the Bengals this season. I think one other thing I have my eye on is just Tampa. How does the season play out yeah. for Tom Brady in Tampa? It's weird with this 11-day absence that's so unlike Brady, who's meticulous with his preparation. I don't expect it to have as big effect on him, but with that interior line being as banged up as it is, and even in a an NFC that is very favorable for Tampa – if this is the last season for Tom Brady, it very well could be. What note does he end on? And that's a question I'm I'm very curious to see how it's answered, and we'll see how the season plays out. Yeah, I think that's I think that's right. I mean, when you had Jensen, who he wanted taken care of immediately after the season, you lose him. You even have a strained oblique last week in the combined practice with the Titans for Tristan Wirfs, who's one of the best, if not the best, in his position in the game. And then you've got a couple of other guys. And then you've got Marpet retiring. You've yeah. got, like, at this point, if you're Tom Brady and us watching this from the, from the outside, um, athleticism not really his strongest suit. Like, it never really has been. We saw the Philly special <laughs> work for Nick Foles and not that's work right. for him in his Super Bowl. And that's a few <laughs> years back. Like, that's been uh -huh. a minute since that happened. And that was when we're starting to say, yeah, you know, you're not exactly watching Lamar Jackson out there with Tom Brady. So, with that said, and the same thing could be true of Indianapolis with Matt Ryan, um, those O-lines are real important to making sure that those QB1s stay upright and have the time to find their weaponry down the field. And if I'm Tom Brady, I'm just like, man, am I sure I should have come back for mm. this? Because who exactly is keeping 12 upright um, with their offensive line woes? I am definitely concerned about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There is yeah. no question about that. What I'm not concerned about, the ratings for the season for the NFL, whether it's Amazon, whether it's NFL Network, whether it's any of the big networks, whether it's Monday night, whether it's Sunday night, the NFL is king. A fun yeah. question to finish the hour. Is there a television show, current or past, with House of the Dragon, the Game of Thrones prequel starting uh, just this past week streaming and doing over $10 million in its first week, is there any show in history that you would watch before an NFL game. We'll come back. It is Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brian Noe and Jason Martin in for the guys here on Fox Sports Radio. Second hour almost in the books here on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome back in. Hope your Friday is going well. Hanging out with Brian Noe. I'm Jason Martin in for the guys. We'll do it again on Monday, and then they should be geared up and ready to roll. Um, game of Thrones, the House of the Dragon prequel, did over $10 million 
in the first couple of days of streaming. And that's, you know, the biggest hit HBO has had, especially for an HBO Max streaming number. So it's monstrous. We just saw Better Call Saul come to an end after six seasons on AMC. But the NFL is king, right? 78, I think, of – was it 78? or I saw 78 and I saw 93 of the top 100 shows were NFL games last year. Now, this is a hard way to say this because you can't just say, watch an episode of your favorite show or watch an NFL game. No. If I'm going to enable you to take the greatest shows of all time, and that was my thing, what what show or is there a show that you would watch over the NFL? I'm not suggesting would you watch The Sopranos over Panthers Falcons. <laughs> like that's not a fair comparison to make. So uh-huh. a series, is there a series that you would take over great NFL games that you don't know the outcomes of? And this no. would be hard, too. But is there anything, or is the NFL king? No. NFL's king for me. I mean, there were some great shows that I certainly enjoyed. I loved Breaking Bad. Yeah. It was my favorite series of all time. But um, it's one of those deals where it's just different. The way we are with binging shows and watching them, it's not like you have to watch it live. you got to watch a big NFL game live. It's just not the same to be like, I've got some stuff to do. I'll, I'll watch the replay. It's just not even close to the same thing. So I think with that being so different, I, I, I don't think there's a way I can make it apples to apples where it's like one or the other. Right. Which are you going to choose? If I could like suspend reality and make it like that, Maybe it's a fairer fight, but the way it is in reality, it's totally unfair. And me being the NFL junkie I am, I'm going NFL all day. Yeah, see, that's interesting what you said about it being live because I have grown as I've gotten through and we have streaming now and we have the ability to record 10 channels at once and all this other kind of stuff. A lot of times I like to watch on a little bit of a delay so that I can dodge some commercial breaks. So that I can kind of – because if I start the game 40 minutes after you do – or if it's a college football game on CBS two hours after you do, I'll catch up by the time you're done. Like, by the time the live game gets done, I'll have caught up with that and still had a little bit extra time. Now, obviously, if you're watching with other people or if you're trying to instantly react on social media at that point, that changes kind of the calculation. But I, I do this with golf all the time. I love golf, and I love watching high end PGA tournament golf, especially. But I don't want to watch it for seven hours when I can watch it for three. Like If they're going to give me an entire U.S. Open third round and it's seven hours of coverage, I want to watch all of that. But I want to watch the shots. I don't want to watch all the commercial breaks during it. The Masters is the one different one because there's only four minutes of commercials per hour. The way that it's set up with Augusta National and always has been with their three sponsors and and CBS. So I think that's the only thing where I – I have gotten to where I don't have to watch it all live in sports. Now, if I find out the results, I can't then watch the replay. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, there is a real like tightrope that you have to walk if you want to play this game where you've got to go social media dark. You've got to make sure that everybody that might call you to talk to you about the game or send you a message about the game understands the universe in which you're residing at that point. Like, do not send me a message telling me, wow, did you see that play? In the third quarter, I'm going to watch it a little bit later. And that sometimes takes more work than it's worth. And yes, there is nothing quite like live sports, but we do have incessant commercial breaks, and they drive me nuts because we're all used to 
like like when we grew up, we were used to watching commercials. Now we never have to watch them, so they seem so much more obtrusive. If that makes sense. No, it makes sense. What would be if you're not going series over an NFL game? I'm just curious. What what's like your top two or top three series of all time? Uh, Breaking Bad is certainly one of them. Um, I had to write a, a, a top ten list years ago and wrote a lot on all these series as a TV critic. And I, Lost is my favorite show of all time. Yeah. Um, but Breaking Bad is right there. Like it's kind of one and one A. And now, after watching Better Call Saul, I'm gonna have to rewatch Better uh, watch Breaking Bad to make sure it's the better show. Because I'm not sure Break, Better Call Saul didn't end up being the more consistent show than Breaking Bad, which I don't think anybody could have foreseen going through. And then it's the obvious stuff. I mean, Mad Men and The Wire and yeah. many, many other shows. Uh, and even presently right now, you've got Stranger Things, which is just a ton of fun to watch. And you've got Only Murders in the Building, which is probably the most criminally underwatched show on TV. If you've got Hulu and you've never checked it out, you should. So there's there's so many options out there, and they're good ones. Uh, but luckily, the NFL is still king, and we have options to watch them all over the place. We'll discuss more in the league coming up. One more hour still to come on this Friday. We jump back into the preseason action and look towards the NFL. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.